Yo, what's up, man? H, welcome to the show, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. We have the one and only Delaware and Tampa Zone. Yeah, H, man. joining me here on the show. You know what it is, Loud on 7th Music Festival. We have the own here. H, what's going on, man? How's everything going? Oh, man, everything's good. My man just working hard. That's it. Absolutely. It. Shout out to Al Nice for connecting us just literally a few minutes ago and making this happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, anything that man needs from me, man, I got him, man. That's my brother. For sure. He's one of the realest in the industry. Absolutely. But I, I want to get into your whole journey here and you wanting to be on this platform and all nice connecting us because you have a long journey and just learned about your history and music. And I think from afar, I did read about you growing up and just hearing about your journey of at the age of 21, really just trying to make it while being on yeah. the couch realistically and trying to study people like Jay-Z. Jay-Z someone who you'd admire as far as how he maneuvers in the game. Right. Definitely. Definitely, man. He's somebody I watch literally from, I'm not going to say the beginning, but, you know, early, early in his career with Jazz O to where he is now, man. And that's just admirable, man. Yeah, he. it's crazy to see everything that he's built up in there as far as his legacy, his empire. Right. Do you feel as though that he doesn't get a lot of credit from the business side of things because everyone always brings Dame into the conversation? People are like, Dame was nah. the business side? I think he don't get his, I don't think he get enough uh, credit for his artistry. I think most people feel like he is who he is because of business. But, you know, I feel like even as an artist, he's, he's phenomenal. He definitely is. I know people, do you think he's the greatest of all time? Because I think that's the really the he, debate that people always get on because everyone has their favorites, we know. Do you think he's the greatest of all time musically? He's my favorite. He's my favorite. I'll say that. Um, as far as whole career, if I could choose anybody in the, any artist's career, I would definitely choose his. Yeah, I mean, for the whole package. Me. The whole package, yeah. total package, definitely. Like he's he's definitely the total package. I I will say that. I agree. When it comes down to total, because sometimes I go back on it because everyone always says on the rapper side of things. Again, he's one of the best lyrically, no doubt about it. Sometimes we always have the debates when we're having the hip hop conversations. Like he's not the greatest, you know. But I get it. If you're talking full package, undeniably. 100%. Yeah, like if you if you really like if this was like NBA jams, you know how they got like the meter, you know what I'm saying? Like if 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 you had to go and choose anybody, like the old overall best best package, you gotta go hold. I mean, there's better technical rappers. To me, the best technical rapper that I've witnessed is Kendrick. Mm. And like it just I mean, this is just recently I, I just was like, I had to give that to him because I was definitely like, ho, ho, ho. But I think one of them, I think my barber might have might have put me on and was like, bro, listen, you got to look at how many pockets he gets in. And he's dope in every pocket. Like, ho, do ho. But ho, ain't give me that auto tune. He ain't singing. He ain't giving me that different. He's not giving me that Anderson Pack type vibe. Like, but Kendrick is, yeah, Kendrick give you what you want at a high clip. I think he's, like, the best technical rapper to me of all time. But Ho's my favorite. He's still number one. Overall, he's number one. Uh, of course, because I, I know he's he's a big inspiration for you. But, but Kendrick is also interesting because he, he has his own style. And especially when you saw his Grammy performance when he won the Grammy for To Bimba Butterfly, I think people were just shocked to see that performance because he was just, he was in yeah. his own zone at that point. 
Yeah, man. I mean, that one, the, the last album he had, he he hit certain pockets in the last album. I I I, I couldn't see him coming. Some morale on the big steppers. Yeah, even after uh the Pippa Butterfly, like I was I was like, damn, this kid is he crazy with it. And then he took it a whole nother step further with the new joint. I was just like, wow, wow, wow. I mean, he he just he checks a lot of boxes, man. I agree. It, it, when rap was real, this is an album that you did a few years ago. Do you feel as though that we're in a great state of hip hop right now? And I know what you mean lyrically because I'm a big guy in that. I'm from the tri-state area. I I want lyrics. I want the bars. That's what hip hop yeah. came from. That's what it is. Do you feel as though that we're in a great space right now in hip hop? Um, as far as what we want, it, it may not be what we turn on, on the Hot 97s and the Power 105s. I get that the politics. But do you feel yeah. as though that it's starting to get that recognition when we look at the, what the Griselda guys did and just the booming and back? I just love the fact, I mean, because I'm not really a, a huge boom. It's weird. Like, I'm in a weird space. I don't really listen to, like, the music I make. Like, those are not my favorites. Like, a lot of people think that I'm 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 there. But I love I love me some, like, uh, like Conway and Benny. Those are my guys. Um, I love it. I just think we're in a different space with the amount that we can consume. Like we would used to have to wait for, you know, wait for it. Now it's like, it's so available now. And I think that um, even though hip hop's not the mainstream right now, I think the guys that are in it, they're giving, they're, they're giving it, you know, they're giving it a good, I think they're, I think they're all right. I think they're straight. I think there's a polarization and artists like Benny and Conway are able to walk both lines. Like they'll, they could do songs with uh, two chains and they could do songs with Rick Ross and they can also, you know, have their own thing. And they got songs with Dave's Loaf. I, I was never a fan of the all the way boom back side. Like I just, I, I've never been to over the over lyrical like side of it. Nah. I can't get. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a fan of that. Oh man, you're killing me right now. I like that though. I love the over lyrical, the the super lyrical like puns and the big L's and all that. That's crazy. Yeah, like pun and big L was straight to me. Like I wasn't a super fan of them. So like 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 a lot of guys that's in that lane down here. Because I mean, I'm kind of the hip hop guy here. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I respect it. I love it. I, I think that you can really you know excel in that lane, but. I was more, let's say, more Jay-Z than Lupe. Mm. You know, Lupe, Lupe always did his thing, but Lupe is, he just is too much for me. I, I just. It's too I just lyrical. Like, bro. like, I don't know. His yeah, content, yeah, his, his lyrics are too heavy. You have to really sit down and think. Nah, I mean, I'm down for it. But see, it's like, I guess it's about what you listen to music for. Like, I like Witty. I'm into witty. I'm into like super, like crazy punchlines, but like I'm also like you're doing it within a story or within a a, a a concept of a song. Like I feel like sometimes guys just be so lyrical that they ain't talk about shit, and then I feel like sometimes people be so unlyrical that they ain't talk about shit. So I like the kind of in the middle, you know. Let's take it back to your song dollar in okay. a dream because because this was a, a big single for you 
it was able to really get your foot forward in this industry. What was the most important investment or let's say dollar that you had when you were on that couch that you spent to make your dream happen? I mean, I would say, I guess, spending money to go to open mic nights. Because, like, I, I, I performed it. I wrote, I wrote that joint, like, 04, 05. We end up going to uh, BT in 2008, 2009. 106 in Park. Yeah, yeah, off of that, off of that record. Like, you know, four or five years later. So, I mean, that's what, I met L. I met L in 04. So, you know, he's the guy who got me on 106 in Park. So, I guess that's, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah no, he, like, he's been working for a while. And, and he, he, yeah. he saw your talent early on. That's important. And, and no, I can tell your talent. And just me doing my research real quick and just tapping into the music, you, you're definitely very lyrical. In my opinion, like you, you represent what hip hop's supposed to be. Like you said, you don't listen to the, mu- the kind of music you make. I get that. That's unique. But in yeah. my opinion, I put you in that upper echelon of lyricists. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I, I mean, I like, I, I mean, I grew up on, you know, the Biggie and the Jay-Z, the Nas. You know, my mom, my mom put me on a rock him when I was super young. The God um, MC. Yeah. So that was like my, that was my introductory in the rap. That, that's what made me want to rap. And it's crazy because L Nice's first, like, profitable, I ain't gonna say profitable, his biggest concert he did was with Rock Kim. Wow, you know, I, I didn't I, even I, know I talk, that. Yeah, I talked to him in the, the doing Rock Kim and uh, Slick Rick, and <sighs> it, it, yeah, it was a crazy. So, like, I love hip hop, hip hop's my, I, I really love it, man. Like, I, I really love it. It's like, it's you know, it's like going to a restaurant. Sometimes you might like this, you might like, you know, you your favorite restaurant. I'm sure there's stuff on the menu that you're not into. Exactly. Go, yeah. A lot of rappers are on that menu from today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's crazy. My favorite young rapper right now, I guess the the the, the rappers that most that we've spent them the most in the club is um. Little baby, little baby. Is okay, yeah, he's bro. huge. He's. What like, do you think like, is the draw to him? Because everyone from around the country likes this guy. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm the biggest little baby fan, but what is the draw to his music? Because everyone's like he's the top guy. Listen, let me say this. I'm gonna tell you this. If you just pick any song, even the ones that's on the radio, pick anyone. And because it seems like you have a rap ear, I know you have a rap ear. I'm just yeah. gonna just just assume. If you list, just listen to what he's saying, bro is super lyrical, but he's unique enough to, he does it in a cadence that's like today's cadence, but he was doing it before everybody else was doing it. And he has a unique voice. So unique is something that a lot of these artists don't have. So that's a huge draw. And the fact that his motion, like when he came in the game, he was there with a lot of people who wanted to sound like the Migos and needed everybody else to like to the big songs. And every feature he did, he held his own. Surprisingly, because I mean, it was just like recently, I just, somebody was like, yo, sit down, just listen to this real quick. I want to know what you think. And I think it's the song he got with the, the, the sample that um, I want to say the Meek Mill use. Mm. They got the same sample. And I, I mean, it take a lot for me to really be blown away with somebody, man. So I, I I listened to it. Then I listened to another one. Listened to another one. I was like, "Oh, this he really spitting." Okay, I could because I couldn't catch it at first because I'm in a club and I'm I'm vibing, but I'm like, 
Oh, okay. I had to I had to give it up. I had to give it up. So now he's my the younger generation. Like he's that he's that guy for me. Who's next on the horizon? Who's the next guy that you see that you've come in contact with that you think is going to be the next guy? The next, the next. I'm not going to say the, the next Zach little baby, but who is that artist of that caliber that you see that you think is going to blow um, up? I'm not sure about little baby. There's an artist out of Connecticut on some hip hop shit. Real, really, really. I'm from Connecticut. So, uh, you familiar with Sholy? So, I've had him on my show, the Holy One from, from Bridgeport. Yeah. I've had him. He's cr- bro, super lyrical. <laughs> bro, he's like he's the rapper. He's the type of rapper that I like. Like he's right in the middle. He's not yeah. like too far either way. He gonna talk that shit, but he got some bars for you. Yeah, he got it's some tough. bars. So yeah, he he's he's to me. I think that if he get, I mean, I see he got a song with uh, Lady London. And uh, you know he he's doing his thing, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his. He's actually coming down to perform in my uh, my music festival. Oh, that's big, big big win yeah. for Connecticut. Maybe the Huskies will take it home for us tonight as well. We, we need some wins out here. They play in Florida, right? Yeah. Oh man, I love Florida. I love Florida. I'm, I just hope it's a good game. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm, I'm hoping. I, yeah, I want so, UConn to I mean, take it home. You should. That's the home team. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I went to I, I but, went to St. Nah, John's, but I'm from Connecticut, so I'm going for UConn. Um, okay, okay. That's the home state. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it should be good. It should be good. Then it should be a good game. Um, yeah, yeah. If I mean, I think if anything, UConn has the has the actual talent to make it not a good game to to win big. Yeah, but well, I just like the, those games. Exactly. No, they've been they've been blowing the teams out these past couple games. They're just routing these guys, and they looked dead in the yeah. water a few months ago. But but now it's completely changed. And it's interesting you brought up Sholi, and I'm glad that you have your your ear tapped in everywhere because no one ever gives a spotlight to Connecticut because the only artist we think of from Connecticut is Chris Webby, and he's the only guy that's really ever done anything for us on the hip hop side. And I never I never even heard I never even heard it, dude. Really? Oh yeah. man, yeah. Chris Webby's got, like he's our face. When I get off of here. Yeah, Chris Webby's our face, man. He's okay. If, if it wasn't for him, I don't think a, a lot of the artists out here would be moving. I mean, it, it's tough because we really don't have any sort of entertainment scene out here. I get it, but he's one of the guys. I I, I thanked him when he was on my show. I said you paved the way for all creatives, not just hip hop artists, but people such as myself, anyone out of here. So. I meet a lot of people out here from Bridgeport. Mm. So they, you know, Connecticut, there's definitely a lot of Connecticut in Tampa. Wow. But yeah, bro, I um, I try, I mean, I listen, I, I, if you hitting those, those hip hop uh, platforms, like, um, I, you know, bars on I-95 and LA leakers and, you know, the sways and all of them, then I'm, I'm definitely going to catch you. Like Simba, Simba's another one that's on there. That 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 he West he Coast guy. Go, yeah, he made me go look, listen to his his stuff. I don't, I don't really like his music per se, but him on those platforms is crazy. So that's what made me really tap in with Sholi because I like his bars and I like his music. So I was like, Yo, L man, you need to ask shout to L nice again. Yo, L, you gotta plug me in with dude. He's like, Oh no, nah, that's the home. I'm ready to get you on the phone right now. I was like, Word, cause this nigga is snapping. 
crazy lyrical. I'm glad that we have him representing Connecticut and, and really just putting on for the whole tri-state because we need more hip-hop artists getting that spotlight again. But but back to you, H. I want to get to the cypher because this was huge in your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, when I moved down, when I moved down here, it wasn't too many uh, platforms for us, for uh, people who really spit. I mean, they had like one or two. So, you know, when I started that, I kind of wanted to... Uh, include everybody you know everything was a lot you know real clickish out here so you know when i started i was like i need a place to perform too so let me start my thing so we started it man it's still going you know we uh this year is 17 years congratulations on that and just making your mark so what were the first major moves that you had to make because i know you're big on you have to build a team you have to network and make the connections. You have to get, get these relationships going. So what were the first moves to get your footing started down here with the Cypher? Um, it was really just working, just kind of working the relationships and just seeing who was what, who was who, where was what. Like I moved here in 04 and we started Cypher in 06. So it was kind of like just learning the the, the layout and seeing where, where there was voids at. And I mean, we were just able to outlast everybody. But the first couple moves was just like, who are the major players? What are they doing? What are they not doing? You know, and, and it was a big club scene out here. So if you weren't making club music, then it, it really wasn't a place for you. They had little things that, you know, didn't, um, didn't really last. So when we started ours, it was like kind of good timing. What is it? What is it that you look for? Because we know this industry already. There's a lot of superficial people. That's there's a lot of fake snakes out here. What what's yep. something you look for in dealing with a bad relationship or a bad deal? As far as what you've gone through, what's something that you notice that okay, this is a glaring sign here. Can't do do business with this person. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just always one of those people who have to. You know, a lot of us Northerners, we you know we have to make split decision to set us second like we gotta we gotta dissect you as soon as we see you the vibe you know you predator vision on you terminator terminator vision on you (laughs) yeah we got scared we gonna scare you like i i'm just i'd look at so i mean obviously i look at you and i know if i'm doing business with somebody and they walking around with like this big ass fake chain i'm already like red flag you know what I'm saying? Like red flag, like, you know, our conversation, like what you, you know, the way you shake my hand, your aura, like your, your spirit really, you know, and then once we start doing business, it's like, do you keep your word? You know, if, if you, you promise this, you promise that. And, you know, in this game, you can't, you can't look for promises. You know, only thing that you can promise is that you want to work hard and you're going to keep your word and you're going to, you know, so, you know, I, I, I've always been able to just pick them out. I don't know. I mean, I've I've done business with some with some shady people before, and I've learned my lesson. But then, you know, through through time, you just kind of like, all right, I know what, I know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just be hip to it. I I know in the first thirty seconds if I'm even going to give you a chance. Now you're so, a good judge of character because it's it, sometimes it's too late for a lot of people once they are they're basically they sold their soul already. Yeah, and me, I, I play defense. You know, I play defense before offense. So, you know, I, I'll I'll be around before I decide to to do business. If I really, if we really talking real business, like I'll just be around you, and I'll be in the room, and I'll just be super quiet and just learn. I'm just watching. I'm watching how how people interact with you, 
how you interact with people. You know, sometimes you can tell who the boss is in the building, not because of what they're saying, but how they're treated and who they're being treated by, you know. So, you know, it's, it's just little things like that. You're, you're big on that just from me reading up about you and reading articles on, on your whole career and just your thought process and just knowing that you know the ins and outs of this industry and you, you've said it before. It's more of the people that are hardworking and make the most money that really get far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, consistency. You got to you gotta be consistent to make money. You know, if you if, if you always bouncing around and, you know, you always falling out with different people and, you know, it's kind of it's kind of it looks bad on you, you know, so it's it's just something in this industry, man. You just meet a lot of people that make a lot of money, but they'll make quick money. And then they then they got a bad name. And then it's like then they're a cautionary tale. So, you know, when you're in the when you're in that type of situation, you kind of got to like be patient, but also be aware. And, you know, without speaking, you got to, you, you know, sometimes you don't need to speak. You, you, you you'll know. Exactly. And just you, because you're you're hands on with these artists. And I love that you're tapped into everything that's going on in hip hop, especially my home state of Connecticut. But what do you think is the number one mistake with artists when you look at to me? I love Craig Mack. I don't care what anyone says. But when he said you won't be around next year, he wasn't around next year because after Flavor in the Year, we really don't know what happened. But he's, he's a legend what he did for Bad Boy. No doubt about it. But what's the number one mistakes when you see these one hit wonders? What do you think is the mistake that some of these guys make? And we, we, they, they make a hit and then they're just gone. Well, to me, it's. I believe it's a money thing. Because a lot of times, like. Even if a song just becomes a hit out of nowhere. To come back. Is like you're gonna have to have the money for marketing in order to actually sustain the same level of where you were just at. And that's that fall off, you know, when you fall off, it's like nobody, nobody cares that you fell off. You know, um, like I like to use Ace Hood as an example. Ace Hood, he's had the most comebacks in the world. Like he had he had a few records fell off, everybody forgot about him, he come back with another hit. And I mean, I probably that probably has a lot to do with DJ Khaled. But, you know, it's hard for artists to come back. Once you once you got that attention, it's, it's, it's very likely. Like, like it's good to see, like, K-Camp right now is, is on a comeback right now, which is amazing because he fell off. Like, he was really hot, and then it was like, where'd he go? And it's rare that you see that in this industry because it's always a new person. It's always the new guy. Always the new guy. What's crazy so to me that. is the Fetty Wap thing. I mean, I know the whole thing that he's going through now, and that's very unfortunate. But when he came out, he was a walking hit that year. He released those four hits. He was a killer on everyone's feature. And then he just poof out of here. I mean, it's life. It's money. It's it's industry. Because when you sign, man, like you sign and it's never a good deal. It's never a good a good contract. So you you'll sign you'll sign and you know you might not like that contract. You say you know what I'm leaving, and now you're not getting the same marketing and promotion. You're not getting the same you know that same oomph that that you was getting with the labels. Now you got to do it yourself, and they got way more relationships to you. So what do you do? Do you stay in that bad deal just to just to stay hot, or do you say you know what I don't need to be hot. I just make the money. And unfortunately, it's not a lot of people who do both. You're right about that. Are you currently in a label situation? 
Hell no. No, you're you're independent. Yeah, I figured that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, at one point in time, me and L we was going to a lot of label meetings, but yeah, that wasn't for me, man. I'm I'm because I, I never looked at rap as the the thing. Yeah, you got yeah. the the platforms going on, the ciphers yeah. and all that. You. I think yeah. that's uh, you, you're really talented at, at hip hop. To me, the, we just want to listen to your music. Should be up there as, like I said, upper echelon MCs. But it, I feel as though that this is what truly makes you happy. The platforms that you do, as far as the ciphers, oh yeah, roll out on seventh. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to, to put these things together, provide a platform. Um, and the crazy thing is, like even with rap, like I, I haven't, I don't think I've put out a project that really represents me as an artist yet. And I feel like this next one is is gonna be it. And that's that's I'm I'm out of there after that. Like I just want to just drop that and just be done with it. But because it's fun. Like this festival thing is fun. This festival thing is fun. Figuring out being inspired, you know, just just puzzle the puzzle, man. I love it. It's Tetris to me. Loud on seventh it's coming again this September. Yeah, September. Yep. September fourth to the tenth. So, you know, we extended it this year to a week. We were, we were doing four days. So this should be a very uh, interesting project this year. This should be fun. Is there anything that you can release, some exclusives that you can speak on, that maybe some performances on the way? Is there anything you can speak about? Or you- I mean, not quite yet, contractually. Um, mm. But Sholi is definitely performing. Sholi, yeah. Shout out to him. That's, listen, I was so geeked to get on the phone with that nigga and, and, and actually, uh, part of my language, um, and actually just get, you know, he was just like, yeah, bro, whatever you need, man, I got you. I'm, pull, I pull, I'm pulling up. I, I'm staying the whole week. And I was like, word. Like, I, I ain't a fan of too many uh, too many rappers, bro. Like, but, yeah. So I, I have heard about that. You don't hang around too many rap. That That's interesting to me. <laughs> Why is that? Because you, you are a hip-hop artist. Yeah, run these big platforms. Why is that? You kind of just is it because you spend a lot of time? You put a lot of work with hip hop artists when it's your business. Like, I don't know with the music part of it. It's like I'm in the. I listen to more R and B than I listen to rap. For real, for real. Um, I love R and B. Like R and B is my is my thing. Um, a lot of local. I'm not gonna say yeah. I gotta say local. A lot of local rappers. Um. We just ain't in it for the same thing. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in it for, for the chains and the and what it looks like. I'm here for what it is. Like I know a lot of rappers that got a lot of big chains. You know, they 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 got nice cars, and they live with their mom, or they broke, or they just rapping like this to make it. You know, seem like, you know, or I know I got rap friends that are that are in the hole as far as financially, and you know they. They're buying their way into the industry, you know, and it's, I mean, that's fine. If you're going to buy it, you're going to work for it. It happens both ways. Um, But it's just like, I'm here to be efficient. I want to be efficient. Like, I'm here to make money. I'm here to continue to make money. Like, I do music because I love music. I want to put music out. Like, it's it's my therapy. So, like, we're just not in it for the same things. Like, I got a, I got a few homies that rap, but... We more connected on the personal side than the music side. Like I, I really care less about their music, but they're actually dope, and they actually have fans, and they actually do things. And I, you know, I help them out a lot. You know, and I help anybody really, but I help them more than than you know anybody else because those are the homies. But yeah, I'm not really a, 
I don't know. I'm just not really a, a that rap world, especially the new rap world. Like that's not my thing. Do you feel as though that social media kind of breaks people's comp? Because this is what I say. Like when I, I remember being three years old and wanting to be in the entertainment industry, some form, way or another, way before social media. Forget the blue uh-huh. checks, the 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 fake likes. The, did you feel as though that social media has kind of ruined the fun of it of people who genuinely want to be in the industry and in the real term of actually making it as an organic person? Um. Yes and no. I feel like social media kind of exposed a lot of people for who they really are um, and who they're really not and who they want to be versus um, social media being like making things oversaturated. Like, nah, now you can get it directly to your customer. You can get directly to your fan base. You just got to work. You know, you don't have to be in Boston to be in Boston. You know, or to meet people in Boston or to have a, a, a fan base in Boston or wherever you want to be. You could be anywhere in the world. It actually makes things a lot easier. It does. But now you're going to have to spend more money because now you're competing with so many other people in your lane. So it's kind of like 50-50. It, it, I agree with you on it. it 100% because you can reach – it's the connectability factor. You connect with people. Like just how I connected with L Nice, I'm connecting with you. It's the connectability factor. But as far as standing out – and you really don't know what the truth is because the numbers, they could all be forged. Exactly. I mean, they say numbers don't lie, but they, shit they me. lie. Shit <laughs> me. They, hey, the, the person that put those numbers in be lying in if that's the case. Because I mean, it's just it's just wild, man. I mean, L Nice, he has me and him have so many stories about some of some of the homies out here that, you know, have meetings with A and R's with their fake numbers, like they don't know that. You know, we can tell or they can tell that the numbers are fake, like the same systems that you use, they use. So they know. There's no so, yeah. checks and balances system anymore. There's not. They let you write. As long as they see that blue check and they see all those numbers, there's no research behind it. It's just what you get for face value with them and they're fine. And now that blue check don't mean shitty. No, everyone's buying the blue check. I saw it come across my page. No, nah, I've been verified they, way before the I, blue checks. I don't need it. I heard they had they they sold forty four million blue checks to date, which is wild. But I know it's going to happen because yeah. people want to be people want to want to be something that more than the next person. I mean, the real the reality of this whole shit is that most people's lives are boring as fuck. Oh, part of my life. Damn, I keep no. You're good. Phone. You can curse here. Okay. Yeah, most people's lives are boring. They're boring. They're they're not exciting. They may get two exciting days out of the week, maybe. So if you if you making your life on Instagram seem like it is nonstop Grammys, Emmy, you know what I'm saying? Like you you every day is lit. Every day, like nah, bro, that's not reality. And you know it's not reality. And you know to say I'm verified like a Jay Z, I'm in that same class, I'm in the same room. Like to me. I never wanted to be verified. I never, I never tried. I think they, they, they did my, my publishing company got my Spotify verified, mm. but I wasn't, I was never gun ho about verification because like, I feel like how people treat you is your verification. So, you know, in my city, I've never had a commercial hit ever in my life. I've never had a radio hit. I've never had a club hit, but when I walk to the club, 
I'm not standing in line. It's me plus whoever I'm with. Like, literally. Like, me and L did something one year, and it my guest list, me plus 23. The door girl was looking crazy. She called the manager, <laughs> and the manager was like, nah, that, that number's right. So it's it's like, you know, it's how they treat you. That's, that's, that's my verification. Like, can you do these things? Are you still, you know, if you're in the entertainment thing, and I'm not saying like I'm really that guy like that. Like sometimes I I gotta stay and wait for somebody to come outside and get me. But it's like you gotta, you know, it, it's you can't be out here acting like you're you're like that and not. No. But that's what this blue check is to people. They feel like they're they reached a new status. I'm not like the guy that sit next to me at work. You know, what <laughs> I mean? we both we both work in the same place, but I'm verified. I'm I'm better than you. Exactly. Yeah. Social so media. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So I got more likes than you. I'm I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crazy, right? Yeah. No, it does. Yeah, it, but that's the world, man. Like, it. It. I mean, it's. It's like we can hold on to how it used to be and just look at it how it is, and and just you have to adjust. It's adapt or die, and you know. I kind of feel like social media the same way I feel like that, like the new AI stuff that's that's coming out. Oh, the, the whole robots the are going to be taking over for humans' jobs and stuff. Nah, like the the AI, uh, like the the apps and the the programs. Okay, the the apps. Yeah, yeah, I've been reading about that too. Like I'm I'm using them, and it's crazy. I I've never wrote a proposal ever in my life. I got on that on that app and typed in business proposal for what I needed it for. And they gave me a, a proposal. All I had to do was plug in the names, right? Send it in. The lady hit me back, said, this is the best proposal I've ever had in my life. Can I, do you mind if I use this to say, this is how I propose? That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But that's, it's the, it's the, it's the world, bro. We here. So, I mean, if this is the kind of stuff that we have now, and you know they just dropped the, the AI joint with Jay Z, Jay Z's voice. And if this is what they have, I know the government will. I can imagine what they got. Oh, they they got everything. It's here. This is what I'm saying. This stuff is here, so we can't we can't cry about you know the future. No. Like we just have to live. We gotta live in it. We gotta live in it. Ain't no use of crying about it. it. It is what it is. You can't just you can't stop the future. You can't stop the inevitable. Right. You can't go backwards. No. You can't go backwards at all. So, you know, when people ask me about hip hop today, I'm like, you know, it's some gems. It's still some gems. The internet let us meet the Sholies. The internet, you know, there's a dude named um damn, I think his name like two, not enough or two, whatever his name is, boy from Philly. Uh nice know what I'm talking about. Jim Jones just signed him. But um he's crazy with it. He's crazy. And if it wasn't for the internet, I would have never seen him. And you know, it's the internet that's that's letting us see other artists in the world and how dope they are and, you know, how it's a lot of trash, but it is a lot more gems. And, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for it, man. And, and you know, I, I kind of, I'm in the middle, you know, like we were there before, during, and then what's coming up is just like, these, these, these things are about, it's about to get crazy with these apps. Uh, I, I believe it. It's been crazy already with the ones that we got. 
But I want to get to these cosigns that you've received throughout your career. What did it mean to be just cosigned oh, by guys like Jada Kiss and Pusha Nice, 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 nice must have told you this. Yeah, he was telling me about this. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really put too much into that, man. Like, it's cool that they say that you can rap, you know, that I can rap and, you know, I got bars and all that. That's that stuff's cool. But, you know, I think it would be even cooler if I could call these guys and say, hey, man, let's do a track or, hey, let's, you know, and probably it's my fault because I wasn't, you know, I got numbers and I didn't follow up. I wasn't like on a groupie time, like begging for uh, features. And, you know, a lot of these guys, that's what they'll do. They'll just keep going and going like, if, it, if it's not organic to me, I don't, I don't want it. Like it don't really matter. Mm. No, so, I think that's know. the right approach to have. I kind of relate in that way. I, I do. It's, I get it. If it doesn't feel right, why am I going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, the music thing is, a, it's all about feeling. You like music because of how it makes you feel, you know, you don't like music because you, the way it makes you feel. So, I mean, it's all a feeling thing, but it's it's more like these cosigns and, you know, people saying that you can rap, like, it's dope because these are some of the people that you, you know, I grew up listening to. And, you know, it's like, all right, bet, I do got some. I got a little song, all right. But it's like if Michael Jordan came in the gym and you was hooping, he's like, oh, yo, you nice. What you supposed to do with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, tell all your, you tell all your friends, like, yo, he said I was nice. But what are you supposed to do with that? You just got to get to the league and do your thing. You know, I just watched the uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf um, uh, documentary. Mm. And he was saying how in camp as a kid, he scored on Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, that's good and all that. But, you know, you still got to work. Still got to put in that work, baby. You still got to get to where you try and get to. And if you can't call those guys to help you, you know, what does that cosign really mean? Exactly. A job's not done, as Kobe would say. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, Kobe. You know, I just, I just put a post. Oh, oh to Kobe and Nip. Yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah, I seen that jersey on the internet. I was like, oh, I gotta have that. I always put those two. Like, if Nip was a basketball player and Kobe was a rapper, I feel like they'd be the same guy. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like they, they, you know, it's just it's all about like in the background hustle, man. It's all about your hustle. It's all about your grind and how you going, what you want to do. But to me, like the, the, the that's getting back to the music festival that's where i'm at with the music festival like the hustle the grind learning things that i i didn't know because i mean i was inspired by i used to perform at a3c a lot in atlanta and um just going up there and just learning it and then i had the opportunity to do it here and i was just like yo i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and you know we're we're this is our fourth year coming up and it's i mean learning experience for real ain't no corporate you know what I mean? None of that. Like, we average about, before we was doing four days, we was averaging, like, around 16 events in four days. So, yeah. we are putting in the work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't expect any results if you're not going to put in that work. If you're not putting in the work, there's no results for you. That's how I feel. So, if you're going to do it, you better be willing to work to make it happen. I mean, I think and that's where my confidence comes from. It comes from me saying, like, Nah, because I'm willing to put in the work to make sure that I win. Like, it's, it's not that, you know, I just think I'm going to win just because it's me. It, I think I'm going to win because I'm willing to put in the work to win. 
Exactly. That's the mindset that people, there's a lot of people, I know with the whole social media era and my generation, because I really don't like my generation of people that I grew up with. It, we come from the everyone gets a trophy generation. And me, oh, no. I've always yeah. busted my ass for everything that I've worked for. So, and, and I can relate to what you've done. If you put in the work, then you can be like, I'm great at what I do. Right. You have people that just sit there and expect that award to come and they don't do anything. Yeah, you got to work to be great. You yeah. got to work to have greatness. You can't, you know, you can't be mediocre. There is no such thing as the greatest mediocre person ever. Like, nah, you, you put you put in that work and then you can say you're great after you put in a lot of work a lot of times. You know, it's it's not a one time thing. It's, it becomes a lifestyle and it becomes yeah. a habit and it becomes in everything that you do. You want to do at a high clip and you're working to get at that high clip. And, you know, once once you reach that level. Then, like, some the special things happen. Uh, and we've had this for many, many years now, loud on 7th. I'll take me back to the to when yeah. you realized that this was going to be a huge success for you and that this would go on for years and years. What was the moment you think that, oh, I got something with this. This is it. <laughs> um, I think after the first year, the first year, it was so many ups and downs that I felt like we we were, it was a tie. Like if we're talking wins and losses. Mm. The second year, I felt like, second year was COVID, so we didn't have a second year. Then the following year came, so which was technically the second year. We won, we won big. And it was because, you know, everybody was happy to get back outside. Then the third year on the business side, I think we took a loss. So this year, I know we're going to be great. Like, we 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 busting our ass. We're doing a lot of things different. Like, we're – so right now, I feel like my record is 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Mm. I need – I'm I'm a result-based guy, so I, I can't live with 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Like, nah, nah, we gotta, we're going to we make that 2-1-1-1. One, one, and one. Right, right. So – so we got we got to keep running that up, man. We just got to keep running it up. We need more wins. I mean, I look at it like I have a lot of friends that that were on the panel or not the panel, the um the board for A3C. Mm. And some of them, I got a homie that was on the board for South by Southwest, and they want to come work with me with this, and which is a blessing to me because mm. I still look at it like I'm small potatoes, but they're just like, bro, we've been here from the beginning. We see how you started. We see how this started. And you have a lot of upside. So I kind of feel like that. I feel like that. What's the one kid named uh, Wimby? <laughs> coming coming, coming into the NBA, the seven foot three dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like him, man. Like, you know, everybody talk about the potential and you got the potential to do this, the potential to do that. So, like, that's how I feel. I feel good about the potential. And, you know, I'm, I'm willing to work. So I know it's going to be something one day. It's just like when. So that's the that's the thing. I don't I don't feel it yet. I don't feel like we're there yet. We got a lot to grow on, but I'm here for the challenge. Uh, and I love it. I love the work like the work like it's it's something in me that's just like, yes, I can't wait. I need to redeem myself. Like I've been working on after we took that loss to me, that loss last year. I've been on this shit since then, since last September. Yeah, so you learn from I'm, your losses. I'm, That's the most important thing. What? Yeah, yeah. And I gotta get mine back. I was that kid that you had to play me 
you had to beat me a thousand times, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep run, running it back on that video game. Nah, man, let me hey, let's play again. And one day I'm gonna get that win. And get, once I get that win, you're not gonna win again. No. Nope. Yeah, and that's the and that's the biggest thing for me from losses is being able to adjust, and not only adjust but adjust on the fly. You know, um, you got to make adjustments. And to me, whenever something doesn't go right, you know, my second time back, I'm, I'm here to make adjustments. I'm, I'm seeing what went wrong last time. How can we fix, even if it's just little things, it's, you know, I was told when I was younger, you know, um, to build a perfect wall, you know, it's not about you just building a wall. It's about every brick being perfect. So brick by brick, you just lay one perfect brick at a time. And you'll look up and there's a wall. And that's the way I, I treat all of this shit. And behind the walls, all the noise, all the haters, and all the snakes. We know oh, it. Oh, yeah. They come, <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm dealing with one now. And I'm dealing with Oh, with boy, a yeah. I'm sure yeah. I probably got one around. Yeah, yeah. I just got one. I, I stay I'm, away from that. I stay away from from people like that. I tried, man. I tried. I I I I had to deal with a with a social media hater, not a hater, just somebody who I did business with, and they didn't really understand business, so they went and kind of, you know, try to try to throw dirt, and then you know when people didn't agree with them, then you know, it was like, bro, you got to understand. Basically, it was the difference between a sponsorship and an investment, mm. and I guess they didn't understand the difference. So when they made their their claims people in their comments were like, nah, that sponsorship is way different than investment. And, you know, there you have it. Now, now it's like everybody's against them. But, you know, I try to tell it. My thing is, man, I'm about, I'm all about, if you got a chance to correct something, correct it. If you got a chance to, you know, fix it, fix it. It's at any, at any time in life. And, you know, you can give you, give you all, give it an honest attempt. I'm not saying you got to keep on it, but give it an attempt to make it better. And then, and then there you go. You have it right there. H, man, is there anything else you want to let your fans know, the audience know? We got your second wins coming to September, we know already, September. with the music festival. You got to get a flight. You got to get a flight. Come down. Oh, here, absolutely, man. yeah. We'll take care of you, man. You know, nice nice is my guy on this. So, yeah. you know, we would definitely take care of you, man. We might, I'll try to see if I can, uh, well, I got a meeting this week, but, you know, I'm trying to find a spot for all of my podcasters and people who got shows, you know, if they want to set up the and we might have some people that already have equipment here, so all you would need to do is bring whatever you want to bring. Yeah, I I, no, I appreciate that, man. I, trust me, man. I, I really do, man. I'm going to be yeah. supporting your your festival for sure now that we're locked in and everything. Oh, yeah. And, and just learn about your journey because it's genuine. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's all genuine. Like, if I am if I don't want to do it, I won't do it, man. That's, I think yeah. that's one of my biggest biggest things my girl hates about me. She can't talk me into doing nothing, man. If I don't want to do it, <laughs> She won't even try. All right. She, she gave up. All right. I know he don't want to do it. No. So it's, it's got to be genuine, man. It's got to be genuine. Relationships are genuine. And they and that's a good thing about me, man. All of my relationships have been long lasting, man. Long lasting. I still got my childhood friends. I'm the most consistent guy. I got the longest run over Mike Knight in Florida. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's just consistency with me. Consistency and being genuine and, you know, keeping, keeping the good, as they say down here, man, you got to keep your face clean. Keep your face clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
H, I want to thank you for coming on the show here tonight. Shout out to Al Nice for connecting us again. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. Stay locked in. Anytime you want to come on the show, you're always welcome, especially if you want to do some promo before the festival, a month before, a few weeks before, to get that going again in August. I'd be more than happy to have you back on. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll have Al, you know, we'll set it up. But I'll stay in touch with you on social media too, man. Absolutely. All right, my brother, I appreciate you having me. Of course, man. Peace out. Take care. Stay safe out there, man. All right. Yeah. Peace out, man.